Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 176 of the No Podcast. We are no outside food or drink. The Southeast premier video game and slightly technical deficient podcast. <laughs> um, tonight, uh, we're coming to you an hour later, so there's been a lot of technical difficulties. Bear with us as we get through this episode. Uh, tonight, we have new acquisitions from Sony and Sumo Group. Uh, base Nintendo Switch price cut? Question mark. What new features are unlocked in these firmware updates? Parentheses, PS5 and Switch. Good stuff in both of those. Uh, both, uh, I would say the key features are audio. So tune in later to hear the audio changes in those firmware updates. Uh, possible game titles shown in NVIDIA link, leak, and some of these have already come true. And we have your late September Game Pass titles. I'm, of course your host with the not most and uh, struggling with Skype and OBS, Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Newsmaster and all-around good guy, Brant McKee. What's up, sir? And Cesar Concepcion on the second. How are you, sir? Hello. How's it going? Cesar, are you, it always sounds like we climb up to Brant and then just <laughs> fall downhill <laughs> to you. Yeah. And we're all normal sizes now and, yeah. you know. Oh man! Everybody missed. Everybody missed the podcast on the rocks. That was <laughs> was the best one. I mean, we we could have went back and then put like uh in the background, put it on the Ritz playing that in the background. <laughs> we still may end up on the rocks. That was, <laughs> I mean, it worked. We just uh we didn't get the NDI sources working. So, uh, long story short, Skype had an update and we had some audio issues last week. Not not according to the podcast. So if you were if you listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, Overcast, anywhere oh, you no, we're doing this again. Yes, we're let's go. Go ahead, Cesar. You're next. What's next? Uh, Facebook. Damn it. Did no, <laughs> that's, that's actually you it's got us banned from there. As a matter of fact, we digressed. You... We went backwards. <laughs> Why would you bring that up? You single-handedly cost us the Facebook affiliation. <laughs> you don't even exist to them. I'm yeah. I don't even know what I did. I'm not even a real human. You were supposed to bring balance to the Facebook, and you cost us. <laughs> I went to the CAPTCHA. I, I led them to Sarah Connor, and that's why they they banned me. I'm not <laughs> that's a, what it was. Squared yeah. Sarah Connor. Uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play. Um, there's a couple other ones that I forget. We're we're wherever our RSS feed blasts via SoundCloud. So thank you, SoundCloud. I don't remember anymore because we haven't done it in so long. Yeah, but I I find us in random places that'll pick us up, and I'll I'll yeah. do a random Google search and I'll see this stream, and it's like okay, that's where the RSS feed is at, and supposedly SoundCloud pulls all those sources for our data stuff. So it 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 tells us where people are listening at, but I just don't see the specifics of where those locations are. I mean, outside of what, uh, I get a notification from Amazon Music every so often, so. There we go. Amazon Music. That's one of them, yeah. too. We're there as well. We are everywhere. Uh, our RSS feed can be captured from any source. Just not clean from yours. No, and that's what started the whole thing, is Skype did an update, and we were trying to figure out what version of Skype I was running, whether it was the native Windows Store one or... Vice versa. So we we tried to convert to the Windows Store one, which is going to be the default going forwards. Correct. I believe so. I think yeah, uh, I mean, Skype's supposed to go away anyway, so I'm not. <laughs> Skype for Windows are. <laughs> I think the end game for Skype's supposed to be like soon, unless they push it back yeah. because of, you know everything that's happening. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, Brant did the Infinity Gauntlet for the uh, audio listeners. 
snapped out of existence. That's it. But we don't know a way to capture those audio streams because we tried for an hour and it didn't quite work like we wanted it to. But we're here now. You're listening to this podcast and watching two thirds of the stream. You could see me and hear me, but I'm crackly. But the other guy should be fine. All right. Let's dive into this uh, news, as it were. Sony Interactive Entertainment acquires Fire Sprite. This comes from Gamatsu. PlayStation Studio welcomes Liverpool-based developer to the family. Oh. Man, if only... uh, First off, you'll never walk alone. Let's go, Liverpool. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, you Reds. (laughs) And uh, on the other side, if only Sony had a previous presence in Liverpool. It's strange. This is an untapped market. Yeah. You could almost... You could almost wipe out with the developer content that's in Liverpool. <laughs> no other studios ever exist in the history of Liverpool. Oh, that still kills me. That that era still eats me up. I'm a big Wipeout fan. I'm not good at Wipeout games, but I appreciate everything about Wipeout games. I love them. The it's aesthetic music. At least we were getting Wipeout and they're not even getting us fucking F-Zero, so... That's part of my appreci- yeah. current appreciation as I watch that Digital Foundry retro uh, special on uh, F Zero. Everyone, go watch that. I will send someone. I will send y'all to someone else's content in a heartbeat. Please go watch it, Digital Foundry on F Zero. It is fantastic, start to finish. And they even point out there's never been a bad F Zero game. That is a perfect franchise. There's never been an F Zero game. First off, that's less than 60 frames per second. Second off, that's not a a solid title. There's not a bad one. The ones that people kind of frown on, the like the last two GBA ones, because the last F Zero game was in 2004. GBA, it's the, been was that it long. GBA Legend or something like that. This is the animated one based off the TV show. So there was that one, and then Japan got Climax, which we never got. And then a Japanese version of Climax is like 120 bucks. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's your F Zero recap. And we haven't got one here since, as Cesar was saying, GP Legend for Game Boy Advance. I mean, I got my copy of Climax here, so if you want to rip it. so You have Climax as well? Mm-hmm. I've, I, I got the final Bitstream games for the GBA, the final GBA games released in Japan. So I got all that I got that complete set of those, too. I'm looking at them right now. Those are good ones to have. Bit Generations. Oh, that was a side side stroll there. Uh, back to the news. This comes from Gamatsu, Sauramano, of course. Uh, one day, Cesar will be able to write for Sauramano. Sony Interactive Entertainment has acquired Liverpool-based developer Fire Sprite. The company announced Fire Sprite is a, is a creative and ambitious studio that is exceptional at building incredible experiences that truly showcase the potential of our hardware. PlayStation Studios boss Herman Hulse said in a blog post, the team's technical and creative capabilities will be paramount to growing our stellar catalog of exclusive games, and I think you'll be excited for what's to come. Fire Sprite has previously released titles including The Persistence for PlayStation VR, Air Force Special Ops Nightfall, and The Playroom and The Playroom VR, alongside Sony Interactive Entertainment Japan Studio, RIP. <laughs> right up there with Studio Liverpool, we're just they're just yeah. dragging us through this remembrance of Sony greatness of old. Uh, so this is a pretty big get. Uh, you hear Fire Sprite, and even I had to look at the article like, who the hell is this? But when you see the pedigree and what they've worked on before, that is, uh, that's a no-brainer. That's that's people worth grabbing. Uh, this next acquisition is Sumo Group. Who wants to grab this one? They got uh, Auroc Digital. Well, what did they make? Let's see, Auroc Digital. Um, it's a Bristol-based video game developer. This is all from Sal Romano and uh, Gematsu. 
uh, focus on original intellectual property creation. It looks like they created what Mars uh, Mars Horizon and Brewmaster. Uh, games I've not played. <laughs> Beer Brewing Simulator Brewmaster. Because I had to look at Brewmaster like, what the hell is that? Um, they seem to be more in like the indie vein kind of. Yeah. Yeah, and so this is after what the Sumo themselves were acquired by, was it Tencent? Tencent. Yeah. So I guess they're just at, they're beefing up, uh, getting ready to release more IPs. So. What was Sumo's last game? Are they still working on the Little Big Planet stuff? Their last game was, uh, I think, they had a game for, what was it, Microsoft? And they had a game from Sony. I know the Sony one was a little big plan. I can't remember what the Microsoft one was. Was it one of the racing games? It vaguely seems familiar they were working on something for Microsoft for whatever reason. Sumo Digital. Let's, let's do a, yeah, let's do a live search. Might been, it might have been Crackdown. Oh, I mean, it's stuck in there. So. It, they have a credit right here for Sackboy, Crackdown 3. Um, they they worked on Sackboy Big Adventure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought so. They did a little Big Planet three, and this is like uh, Brand said, they went on to do Sackboy right afterwards. Team Sonic Racing, uh, <laughs> Snake Pass, yep. Crackdown three, Hood Outlaws and Legends. Did anybody mm-hmm. try that? Did anybody try that Hood game? Mm mm. I didn't either. I know I had some buzz early on. Oh, the first game was Virtua Tennis World Tour for PSP. Ooh. <laughs> I love that game. Yeah, I remember they did a lot of Sega games back in the day. Yep. A lot of Sega stuff. And Super Rub-It-Up. <laughs> oh, that's your Sumo Digital acquisition. News for the day. Next up, uh, Nintendo lowers Switch price across Europe ahead of OLED model, but maybe not US. Brant, would you like to expound upon that? And uh, also, feel free to add any uh, Animal Crossing details. You've neglected us for the last <laughs> yeah. six to eight months. You've been holding out, you bastards. This is the opening. We just wanted you to... We gave you the Nintendo story, so you fucking give us some Animal Crossing details. <laughs> so this was, I think, a rumor that came around last week that there was supposed to be a Switch price drop uh, in that base model uh, announced sometime this week. And... As far as this goes, this is uh, Tom Warren from The Verge reporting, uh, saying that there is a confirmed uh, price drop in Europe. Uh, the Nintendo Switch is now priced at two ninety nine ninety nine uh, in Europe, down uh, about thirty euros from the previous three twenty nine ninety nine. Um, and of course, this is. The base model it says Nintendo has adjusted the base model to two fifty nine ninety nine down uh, twenty twenty pounds. Sure. What would that? 20, I think to that's us. the pounds, like, like forty, yeah, or thirty five, or something like that. I know the conversion rate for pounds is a little different now. Yeah, so it'd be like two eighty for dollar. us, maybe something like that. Yeah. It used to be at uh, two seventy nine ninety nine. I don't know twenty pounds. Yeah, that's like ten dollars for us. So I don't think that's worth. So it's twenty seven sixty nine U S dollars. So it'll be about almost thirty dollars off. I imagine they'll round it up to thirty dollars. Yeah. So you think it'd be? You think the new MSRP would be two sixty nine? Two sixty nine. Mm-hmm. I can see that being a big banner and a price drop and all that kind of stuff because you you start factoring in like the people that don't have a switch is like. Mm, that's half off a, a new release game, maybe. 
that's the kind of things you start thinking of or an extra set of joy cons maybe to play mario party or something mm-hmm. and of course nintendo i guess the verge reached out to nintendo and they said after Carefully weighing uh, up a variety of factors, including current exchange rates in Europe and the upcoming launch of the Nintendo Switch OLED model, uh, we decided that now was the appropriate time to change the European trade price of the Nintendo Switch. So, you also you also got to note if you look at the Eurogamer article and they clarified this, I saw this on Twitter. They said uh, officially Nintendo does not set hardware pricing in Europe. So, really. It's it's forced upon them uh, based off currency uh, inflation and rates. So is that because there's so many? Because I've always wondered, like, um, you know, you get a copy of, let's say, you get a Super Famicom copy, of, uh, Super Famicom, Super Nintendo copy of Kirby Superstar. Is that going to be Spanish, English, French, German, Portuguese? You have all these PAL languages, so I could see the currencies getting kind of mixed up over there, because PAL is a territory in a in a video format is not the same as like ntsc like us and canada are pretty much going to be english unless you get like one of those french offshoot type things but they have they have way more to factor in as far as languages and currencies like cesar was pointing out yeah i think i think a lot of their stuff is handled by the european union over there so from the, what the Eurogaming were was saying said their hand was forced that's why we're not going to mm-hmm. see a price drop in the united states it's not something they were planning to do yeah, they don't need to. I don't know if it's in this article or not, but NPD sales from last month that just came out, Switch was at top again. So they, yeah. they just don't have to. Yeah. I mean, it it does kind of make sense. Uh, even if they do, they would. I would think that they'd want to uh, kind of deplete the ones that they have in the market right now to make way for the OLED. Yeah. Because to me, it would. I can see Nintendo phasing out the older model eventually to stay with the OLED, especially with the chip and semiconductor shortages that are in the market right now. Right, right. Why, why push two systems that you know are essentially the same? Just one has a different screen. Because those so, are, I hate to cut you off, Brent, but I'm on your train of thought. The the older Switch models that you have. There's no more of the original ones, right? They're all the new battery mm-hmm. style. Those yeah, they're the all that, that new out. battery. Okay. So you have those that you produced and that are out there in the market. Those are still a good value compared to how you have to spend for the chip shortage, right? So you've you've bought those and produced those under cost of how those components are coming in the door now, right? So mm-hmm. you're still you're still good on the ones that are out there. So you just need those to, like uh, Cesar and Brand are both saying, you need those to go through the supply chain. You're good to go because you've, you're have you ahead on those. And then your newest one that's coming out using the latest and greatest stuff is going to have, I still don't know what the chip shortage stuff, like how, how does that work out? Is that where that $50 compensation is at? Is it the don't OLED know. screen? <laughs> no, I mean... They- because with the amount of OLEDs they were buying from, was it Samsung? Um, I, I, they're probably getting a crazy deal because they're... Like Brand said, they're probably buying OLEDs that were using phones two generations ago. Yeah. yeah. That they're probably just sitting around. 
Domain so, so tablets. It's so funny to me. We're going to get to this about the Bluetooth audio, but the Switch is adding features like the OLED <laughs> and the Bluetooth audio that were, <laughs> that were in the Vita at launch uh, that I bought from Target, a Target that's been closed for like six years now. <laughs> no, it's, it's still there. It's got a farmer's market. It is a farmer's market. Nom de moon. And I still remember walking out of that Target and someone ran past me and the sensors went off and they were stealing something and nobody could catch them. <laughs> they just took off. Good memories. Or just memories. Uh, is there any more on that story or that's it? Uh, that's it. Uh, the PlayStation 5 update. Uh, here we go. The, uh, the M.2 SSD support that we talked about in the beta not too long ago, is officially added. Uh, so that is available now if you want to dive into the... I think we've documented the SSD upgrade path on here. It's mm -hmm. it's a little bit more convoluted. So I kind of look at this, and this is a, uh, uh, every man's terms, I guess. It's almost like Apple versus Android, right? Microsoft gives you an officially licensed, this is how you do it, pop it in, and you're done. That's the Apple version. And then you have the Android version that Sony's kind of taking where it's like, hey, pick the one you want. But this is what you have to have and this is what you have to add to it. And you might need a heat sink and it's a little bit more wide open. But that that feature is available now. The long awaited M.2 SSD slot, which has been our PS5s for almost a year at this point. You may now upgrade them. Uh, more importantly to me, I believe, and you guys can expound upon this if you if you see fit is that they are adding the 3D audio type technology to uh, built-in speakers. So if you are, like if I do not use my Pulse 3D headset currently on my PS5, if I want to listen to the speakers out of my TV, it's just stereo, and whatever the whatever my LG TV pushes out. But they are adding, and I haven't tried this yet. I hope one of you guys have. But they're adding the 3D. You did try it? Uh, I didn't. I didn't notice a, a huge difference with the game I was playing. I may need okay. to try a different game, but yeah. it was it's it's interesting because it just goes through the steps. You go uh, into your settings, go to sounds, uh, and enable 3D audio through TV speakers. It's that it guides, simple. yeah, guides you through the steps. Tells you to turn the TV to the normal volume you usually play at. Sit in the position you usually yeah. usually play at. Hold the controller about face level make sure you're the the microphone on the controllers not muted and it I plays i saw that because much like where i'm sitting here uh i'm next to a wall where i play my ps5 mm -hmm. and then there's like an open room so as brant was saying they they use the ps5 built-in microphone to sync that audio and figure out the right scale for that 3d audio yeah it plays like a really high-pitched sound like two different sounds and I'm then do this after the podcast. Yeah. It, it, it takes, I don't know, three, four seconds. And it was just, it, it played those high pitched sounds and then just was, it just was done. So. Cool. So that's a big part of the update. Uh, uh, the verge notes when the second major system update for the PS five is released today, you can get 3d audio via the built-in speaker. Sadly, there's no word on support for Dolby Atmos audio beyond Blu-ray disc playback or new 3d audio settings for home theater systems. If you own Sony's pulse 3d headset, there will be a new equalizer setting panel on the sounds control menu so that you can tweak the audio to your liking. So I think we all have the pulse 3d headset. So that's a pretty big benefit for the mm -hmm. three of us here. 
to try that out and see what it like and see what it is like because i seem to you guys may have a different experience but a game that is tailored to the 3d audio like ratchet and clank i've been playing with headset and then when it's something that is not necessarily geared towards that i'll just listen to my tv speakers so i'm excited to try this out i haven't done this update yet i'm excited to try this out and just see how that sounds out of the normal tv speakers uh was there anything else in that update uh trophy tracker feature yeah they've uh also the uh, i'm trying to remember you can customize Uh, the layout of the control center mm -hmm. and pick what does that add which which features you do don't want so like if you don't um say if you don't stream music or something while you're playing ps5 you can remove that option okay uh from there or you know if if you want it's from the bottom um, bar that you bring yeah in. that that bottom bar that comes up when you just press the uh ps button the home and, button yeah the home button and that way you can even move those tiles around if you want to organize them a certain way. Um, they are adding um, to that remote play app to where you can actually play off mobile network. Um, they Anytime suggest... I'm on 5G phone, yeah, let's go. <laughs> they suggest at least uh, 15 megabits per second, both directions. Okay. Uh, for the best experience. That's uh, not a high demand at today's rates, but as we know, America's internet situation is touch and go. Yeah. And then the last thing... Unless you get that satellite internet. Let's see. Oh, gosh. Usenet for Usenet. life. Won't I mean, be available. I'm looking at my audio source on OBS, and it looks like I'm using <laughs> Usenet, so who knows? There's be a bunch of us like... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, touch and go, touch and go station. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the last thing, uh, let's see, won't be available until September 23rd. Players can start stream share screens, um, from a friend's PS5 uh, into the PS, uh, PS app. Hmm. And so just, being, just being able too. to do mobile in the PS app is, is a huge, yeah, huge, huge difference. Because I mean, it sucks trying to find Wi-Fi if you got a, a decent enough internet. It get, lets you give you the ability to to play a little bit better, you know. Yeah. Uh, Xbox just added cool. something too. We're, it's not in the news, but didn't Xbox add like PC local streaming or something? They updated the Windows 10 app natively right. to streaming. Because yeah. before he had to go through a web browser. And but now you can just do it through the app, so which I thought was coming a long time ago when they changed that app to like console companion or something. Yeah, I thought that was coming like a year ago or so. And so, the other things that um, and Brant might have mentioned them already, I apologize if he did. Um, they finally removed the ability to remove the fucking um <laughs> photo icon when you take a picture in there. That yeah, when you don't press it like 85 times and you're taking pictures of the icon of you taking a picture, that's happened to me before. Like, did the picture go? And it's like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm taking pictures of it. And I'm like, great. So, like, you have a picture with the little, like, you just snapped a picture just sitting in there in the top right corner. So, they removed that one. And if you look at the trophy tracker, um, what's pretty cool is that uh, it lists like uh, all my, my PS5, PS4, and PS3 games separately. So, if it's a PS3 game or PS4 game or PS5 game, it lists them on there. Oh, nice. 
and it yeah. has the PS3 logo, the PS4 logo, and the PS5 logo to that game. It's it's pretty neat. So that's good. That's a helpful tracker. I just like it because the the logo looks badass. I mean, <laughs> I like looking at the PS3 logo sometimes. So. <laughs> I miss those days. We didn't know how good we had it. PlayStation Plus would give you like three PS1 games and two PS3 games all at one time. Every yeah. month you got you got some random stuff. And we got a, I mean, as much as we bitch and moan about Nintendo and Virtual Console, that was like the best Sony Virtual Console too, right? PS3. That's when we got yeah. PS1, PS2, and PS3 games. And Vita Store was right there. And PSP Store was right there. At the end of the day, everybody pulled from that playbook, man. When the chips were down, they went yeah. back and they they got their back catalog. And when they don't need to pull, when they're up, when they're up, they don't need to pull from that playbook. So, apparently. so what made that happen? Is that what it is? Is that what is that a like who's down and who's not type thing? Is that how it, is that how it comes out? Like I, what I don't forces, know. what forces that hand? What makes that more consumer friendly than normal circumstance? I, I think what, what was the first major? I mean, I'm sure there's other consoles that did it before, but I guess the first major console that was backwards compatible was with the PS2, right? I can't think of any one before that where you can play PS1 games natively. I mean, Genesis gave you the power base converter yeah, for and you I think it was play... like 20 or 30 bucks, but who bought the Master System? The Master System wasn't this. But but see, the PS2 was right out the box. You didn't have to buy an adapter yeah. or anything on it right. or something. You just drop right. the PS1 disc and you, you can play it. And... and you can't compare, on that note, you can't compare Master System install base versus PS1 install base. PS1 was a massive success. You had, you know, 100 plus million consoles sold. So I, I don't know, man, because you saw the Nintendo one with that idea, too, when when they went to the Wii, you know, they were like, all right, we right. Let's, let's go all in on this backwards compatibility, downloadable stuff, you know, based off of what... uh. Xbox did with their Xbox Live service and you know and their downloadable downloadable games they had on there. Not many, yeah. but they had some. So And so, they were know. coming off being wounded. And 360 added it, you know, off the Xbox generation. And it was it was spotty. It wasn't great, but those the the availability was there. And then it was not there for the Xbox One at launch. And then when they were wounded, they added that. And that was a huge goodwill gesture towards people who had played not just 360 but X, the original Xbox at that point and they've continued that. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's like you said, I remember they did it on the Xbox cuz you know I think cuz Sony was doing it and they were like, "All right, let's do it cuz Sony's doing it." And you know, the Xbox was so far ahead, they're like, "And we don't need to be doing this," you know. They're like, "Right. Yeah, they were like, more people playing new games, we don't have to waste our resources on this, you know." Right. And it's like Whereas, you said, now, now it's like it's an ecosystem, so they're growing that ecosystem. They add all that stuff in there cuz it keeps you in Xbox, so. Yeah. And in the previous generation, it seems like what they really wanted to lay down was Xbox Live, and they established that. So they needed that goodwill of saying, okay, we're launching a brand new Xbox. We know it's only been four years. People forget it was four years between the original Xbox and the 360. You know, that's kind of a hard sell sometimes when, if you're in that ecosystem and you're paying for Xbox Live and you have all these games. It's like, okay, most of these are going to work. So that was a huge thing outside out, out of the box. And... <laughs> I forgot about this. That was a big upsell for having the hard drive because you couldn't do without the hard drive. You had to buy that pro system of 360 to play those original Xbox games. You still do. If you you can't have an external or a, a, a one of the four, what is a four gig uh, Xbox 360E or the the other one they made, you have to have a full blown hard drive to be able to play those backwards compatible games on the, the, on the, the arcade edition or whatever. Yeah, arcade. yeah, the arcade didn't work. You had to have. 
you had to have the full-blooded thing if you wanted to play those backwards-compatible games. So, oh, we'll see how that shakes out in the future. There was a Switch system update. This comes from Gamatsu. Who wants to grab this one from Sal Romano? This is Switch system update version. Taking a 13. break from his uh, baseball games. <laughs> yeah, he got cut by the Yankees a couple weeks ago. Uh, this is Switch version update 13.0.0. I also haven't updated this. So uh, it's two this, big features out of this, I think. Yeah, this finally adds a feature that most people were wondering why the Switch didn't have it to begin with. It's fucking Bluetooth is built into <clears throat> that feature since 2.0. It's crazy. Yeah, and they, they try to argue like, oh, you can't do this. <clears throat> like I think I think of, the, of all those uh, all those adapters that they sold on Amazon that would plug in the bottom of the Switch and add. Oh, Brand Ball One. I, <laughs> Brand, I show spent it to money <laughs> like on a a thirty thirty buck. Uh, Genki adapter. Uh, and it's in there. It's it, they just had to turn it on in firmware. It's already yeah. there. Madness. Sons of bitches. But yes, they've added uh, Bluetooth support for uh, audio output with a catch. Um, of course, because it's Nintendo, there's always a catch. Uh, can't be if you, if your headset has a microphone that can't be used for in-game chat. They want you to still use your cell phone and all that goodness um there's only up to two compatible wireless controllers can be connected to the system while using uh the bluetooth audio okay sure. Uh, yeah. please tell me how that happens please tell me that how that <laughs> happens right now let's settle this remember I ps3 out of the box was seven devices and everybody's like, seven bluetooth yeah how did you use seven bluetooth devices? what was it sony's nba the nba inside was one of the first games that had like seven people can play basketball on the same consoles like how the fuck yep. you watch that on the tiny ass screen but <laughs> it, it worked with a six axis controller next gen gamers don't want rumble <laughs> but wait but this, this is me reenacting me playing lair <laughs> Uh, for uh, audio listeners, uh, oh Cesar's gosh. guiding some sort of drone around in the in the air. We're not sure. Lair was not playable until they came up with the controller update. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've tried. I bought Lair. I was excited. I was like, I cannot do this. Damn Me it! Me too. Five. Factor Five game. It's a Rogue Squadron studio. Their final game, probably. I think. Uh, but also, your Bluetooth audio cannot be used while local wireless communication is active. So say you're out playing your switch, you know, wherever with some of your, some people in the park or whatever, and you want to do local smash brothers or whatever, you have to use the built-in speakers. You can't be using your Bluetooth while you're playing uh, local wireless, which is again, another one of those features. They're one of those things that just doesn't make sense. Um, they did add an update for the for the dock um, via, let's see, allowing software updates to the Nintendo Switch docks with uh, the LAN ports uh, and even allowing it to be updated while it's through the LAN port via, um, via the LAN port when it's in sleep mode. Um, and other than that, I think it's mostly just more stability and things like that. My favorite update. System stability. 
Billy. But those, those were the biggest updates. So I mean, they finally add, they finally add Bluetooth with some weird caveats. But hey, it's here. What is that? Almost four years later. Yeah. Three and a half. It's I. It it reduces me for from taking an, an auxiliary cable now with my Bluetooth headset. Uh, now I mean, sure. Okay, let's go. I mean, yeah, you can only go up from here. Whatever. That's really all it is, right? Because it was yeah. right there, and I've, we've all got plenty of headphones that are still three and a half millimeter jacks. Yeah, it's easier I, just to I, I carry one pair of headphones, though. It's true. It's I get a dream. Appeal. It's a dream that I try to achieve. I, I'm, I've literally got a rack behind me with just head, headphones hanging from them. <laughs> you guys can't see. I'll show it to you later. But oh, it's, I, I, I see, I see a couple of them sitting right there. By the I, way, did I want to see it? Because I'm close to trying to figure out a solution. I have this whole wall besides our like uh, our legal takedowns, but I have I have a whole bit of wall space I want to do for for a bunch of cable or a bunch of uh, headphones. I got this weird. All right, let me see. See full. Oh yeah, you see part of it. Yeah, I see part yeah. of it. Yeah, it's it's like a it's multiple headphones just hanging on that wall. That's all it is. It's like I bought a wire rack that is supposed to be used for towels, and I just literally <laughs> just put the headphones. Yeah, that works. Yeah. But I mean, you'll trick. You probably have to buy another one to match your uh, space gray or whatever it's called. Uh, Sony controller. Oh, the midnight one. Because they now have the midnight one. Them sons of bitches. They better come out with a, a set of black plates that I can slap uh, on this PS5. I'm sure it's coming. I'm sure it's coming. I have played because the controllers came out, and it's <laughs> the Pulse 3D headset is also black now. But these controllers have made me want a second color for a controller, and I have used a second PS5 controller one time when Cesar and I played the Olympic Games. <laughs> that was that was it. I bought I two other fine. controllers, and I mean, I've played. But you with, guys have done like Sackboy and stuff, right? Sackboy. That's that's it. That's it. That's the only thing we've played with three. Okay, there's there's one game <laughs> that I got that we haven't played yet. That once we moved in here. I was like, once we move in, we've got to play moving out. Yes. So okay, that's fair. I was like, that's that'll be another three-player game. So, so Brian, have... now that now that Switch has opened up a uh, Bluetooth connection with audio, I'm sure there'll be an exploit where you can add your PS5 DualSense controller to Switch, <laughs> and then you could use it in its true intended purpose. <laughs> Someone will do some sort of a uh, stack on that one, and and. And flood the the Bluetooth connection there, and and let the override work for Dual Sense on Switch. I was about to say, you know, they they removed that first um, path to uh, Illicity. Sea of Thieves on the Switch <laughs> sea of thieves. Uh, via the little. Uh, I'll stick with in, Illicity. In, in, in Nvidia workaround. With the mm-hmm. jumping two pins, mm-hmm. how long before they exploit uh, the the Bluetooth, just like they did with the uh, little Wii? The little Wii. That the was a good video. Did you yeah, watch that? I did. Any push interest a pay- in doing that? Push a payload to the uh, through the Bluetooth there. Through the through the remote. Yeah, the Wii remote. Are you? Do you have any interest in doing that? To a little Wii? I mean, no, definitely not. I, so but I kind of do. I kind of do just to see if it'll work. 
but I still know that the the little wee maximum output is still it, yeah, composite. It's a lower resolution. Yeah, it's, it's not, not even not... S video. It's just blah. That is like a bare bones travel wee kind of thing. But obviously, if they can push the pay- payload through that Bluetooth on the little Wii, then maybe they can do that on the uh, Bluetooth for the Switch now. So it's another avenue, and you know now that it's open, people are going to start poking and prodding and see what they could do. Just send one through, and then the army goes and marches. Yep. All right, next up. uh, I'll get a Switch 2, maybe. What's that, Cesar? And we'll finally get a new hardware, finally. Yeah. We are in October. New hardware's compromise. Old hardware's compromise. Switch 2. Cesar, this OLED Switch, this will be your what Switch? How many have you bought since then? This will be my fourth one. Fourth one. Okay, this is my second. Brent, well, Brent has several in the household. No, it's it's your uh, fourth and fifth one, right? Because you got both models. Didn't you, Cesar? I got or did one, you only get the white? I got the white one, and then I got the <laughs> the neon one. But one oh, of those he was are, right. Brent was oh, right. But one of those is Renee, so I didn't cancel uh, it. So. Okay, okay, okay. Friend of the show. Renee's uh, basically like a sub-member at this point. He's man. mentioned in every episode. <laughs> Who's Renee? When are we going to get Renee on? He's got an old G1, and I was like, I got these two. I was like, I won't cancel the one. I won't cancel them if you want one of them. And so he's like, yeah, he'll take one of them. I was like, all right. So. When are, you gonna, when are we going to get Renee on to talk games with us one time? Technically, he's here. He could have just walked in here. but <laughs> Are you going to share the same mic and everything? Uh yeah he's he just he last thing he put in the chat he's playing PUBG right now like I told you last game season eight probably I'm not in the chat I don't have it up mm-hmm. PUBG dinner brother what's he playing on do you know uh PS5 PS5 yeah uh, I think his plan because you know he, on the road I think he said he's eventually going to get a Series S for his truck and then have it a Series seems X perfect for travel yeah. right. For That's streaming plan, and digital yeah. games, it seems ideal. Have you all seen that? Like, I think it's a Kickstarter for the screen that they're trying that they have to uh, put on the back of the. Oh uh, shit! Oh, PS One style. Yeah, it's the PS One style. <laughs> Brent, you're talking to two people who used to sell those at retail between Intex, uh, GameCube, and PS Two <laughs> options, and the official. I remember we sold the official PS One copies even when I was. Working retail in 2004, we still had those PS1 screens. We couldn't get rid of them. And now they're like collector's items. Mm-hmm. I've got two well, of them. I was right at the end of them. So. Yeah, I got one when it was clearance. Because that PS1 came out after PS2. Why doesn't anybody do that anymore? Let, yeah, let's backtrack. Um, Let, let's touch that, on this. Let's touch that on this. one. There's one company that made that, that case. And it was like a zip-up case, and you could put your PS4 or uh, Xbox One in it. Like and that was the recently? last thing I saw. Yeah, and it was a couple years ago. I mean, it was like 200 and something dollars. Okay, so you could get, let's say you can get a $100 IPS 1080p screen. Those are a dime a dozen. That market is kind of... Because when those were a big thing, CRTs were your major TVs, right? Like when people were buying a game system, they were getting yeah. a composite red, white, and yellow hookup, and they were putting that in their TV, and that was that's all they needed. You needed stereo sound, and you needed something that was better than RF 
uh, for everything. So that's kind of a byproduct of its era. But so the NES came out with the top loader after the Super Nintendo came out, right? Mm -hmm. You had the PS1 came out after the PS2. You had the slim PS2. Well, that's kind of a bad example. Uh, you had the 360E console that came out that was modeled after the 360 or the Xbox One launch console. Why are we not getting these cheaper versions? Why don't we have? Because we've talked about it on this podcast, you can't, see, you still can't find a PS4. It's impossible to find a PS5. You still can't find a PS4. I can't walk into any store and just buy a PS4, right? Yeah. Why do we not have a slim, condensed? You know, is it the chip shortage? Is that what's what's drawing up everything because we got we got cheaper slimmer versions of these other consoles after their successor has already come out as a cheaper alternative and they still they were all successful that nes uh top loader was successful that ps1 was successful there are tons of ps1s out there think of how many ps1s they sold after the ps2 came out that small you know eject and power button ps1 the little tiny one the one we know as ps1 that was my first playstation my friend upgraded to a ps2 and sold me his ps1 and i had this instant library that i could pull from like why have we not seen that before the i would say the Wii we mini is an example of that but it was and that was after the wii u yeah that is an example mm-hmm. the wii mini is one of those two is that the last one we got like that or the 360, that 360E. Yeah, the E ones. Like yeah, and that's a good console. I have two of those. That's a great 360. Jeez, mm. it's all it's all it's all demand stuff. So I mean, because they always have that slight error where you have uh, in between consoles where they fill that that void where you know there's a lot of great games on that previous generation and they're still building up the new one. But that's when there was like a differences in power and quality. I mean, everything I, seems to be too similar now. So. I wonder if that's coming because I we we keep talking about PS5s and PS4s, right? You can't go into a store and find a PS4. Have y'all seen an Xbox One S or a One X recently? No. 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 And what did they just announce? That the Game Pass Ultimate like cloud streaming was coming to those old consoles. I bet you a new Xbox One is on the horizon. Would that not be a smart bet? Here's a $200 Xbox One with a disk drive. You get, uh, maybe you don't get the Ultra Blu-ray support of the One S, but you get all this other, or maybe it's just, maybe it's like a One S. Maybe it's a One S digital, where it doesn't play those uh, physical copies. But it is the guts of all that and the promise of, hey, the new Forza Horizon, you're going to be able to play this on this box. The new Gear 6, day one. Halo Infinite, you're going to be able to play a, a 4K version of this on this box, day one with Game Pass. Tell me that's not a good sales pitch. I think that the Series X is actually selling really well. And before they would go back to Xbox One, I think, and they've hinted at this, that they'd just come out with a streaming box or a streaming stick. I agree with that. I think they would just yeah. get an app for whatever is existing. Roku, uh, whatever your phone is already an app on Android. Uh, whatever is readily available then versus to go back and use resources to, to build a secondary console. 
Okay, pitch me that pitch me that stick. How much is that streaming stick? I don't even think mm. they make their own streaming stick. I think they'll just put an app somewhere. Add yeah. it onto something already on? Yeah, like Roku. Just added the Roku. Something that's outside the Android. Um, <laughs> uh, well, Either I'll add Android. it to every monitor or HDMI device yeah. I have in this whole entire household. I'll add <laughs> Game Pass Ultimate to that. Basically, yeah. yeah I mean, because you can yeah. add. That's the Microsoft method. You can add Teams to every almost every device almost. You can add office to almost every device i mean it doesn't matter what it is that's been their strategy going forward it doesn't have to be a microsoft product i don't think they'll waste money on that so unless there's a greater need unless they come out with like a a a stick that does multiple things like can stream movies and tv shows and other applications maybe but i don't and on top of that i mean make a good point you don't need you don't need those resources go ahead brent you can you can throw that app wherever but then you you have a special game pass bundle that is like three or four months of game pass with an xbox uh controller for yeah. a certain amount of price sure. and that tell way me how much you, and where to buy it i'm, I'm getting one yeah, yeah i mean it, me it, how much. It, even if you even if you sell it because they're what the, the xbox controllers are about 60 70 something like that 60 59.99 never still. paid full price for them so i'm guessing 50 can, or 60 yeah yeah. So I mean, if, even if you sell it for seventy, something like that, just just a little bit more, and three three months of Game Pass or six months of Game Pass, something like that, enough to get somebody's feet wet and get them used to it, and they go, hey, I didn't have to buy a console, all I had to do was buy a controller, and now I can spend what is it like fourteen bucks a month, uh, or even less if you just want to yeah. do Game Pass Ultimate. And even even then they don't play even, everything. Even then they're not even going for that. Remember they're doing updates where you can use a PlayStation controller to play Game Pass. It's like That's whatever true. you got. They, <laughs> they don't, they don't care. You don't, they want they, it's, it's, we're talking about Microsoft. They want your subscription yeah. services. That's how they make their money. I work for a company that pays a lot of money on Microsoft subscription services. That's all they care about. So it works. Yeah. It absolutely works. All right. Oh God, I don't even remember what news story that was. <laughs> I'll get us back on track. I, t- I talked about there was an NVIDIA exploit on the Switch, but there was a uh, supposed leak uh, from an NVIDIA server, uh, and they did come out and say uh, that they are aware of the list of games that's floating around. Um, this list. <laughs> and Ooh, this list. <laughs> from what they were saying, that anything that was on here is just for internal tracking and testing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, this does not confirm mm-hmm. that any of these games are coming out or, sure, you know. Sure, Brant. We, we believe it, <laughs> Fine. That's fine. But I'll, I'll skip Nothing down else here. Nothing else has been confirmed since then, Brant. That's fine. I'll skip down here to get to the, the 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 meat and potatoes of the story here. So on the list of games that <laughs> they found on on uh, I guess that were pulled from from this leak. Uh, so we have Chrono Cross remastered. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Let's backtrack for a second. So we're gonna start with the Square Enix portion of the show, and this is the dream list. This is. Yeah. This is what people have been wanting. We have all loved games for 30 plus years, the three of us at this point. This is what we would choose. (laughs) And then we make it a little bit more recent after that. But go ahead, Brent. 
uh, Final Fantasy Tactics Remastered. Oh, following up Chrono, Chrono Cross. Uh, and just remember, take any of these with a g- grain of salt. Uh, while while I say the, the next one, Final Fantasy IX Remake. What does that mean? What <laughs> is that? What does that mean? We've already got it ported to Steam and PS4 and Switch. What is Final Fantasy IX Remake? What is that? I don't know. What would you want from one? Cesar, what do you want from a Final Fantasy IX Remake? HDTV? Even if they just bring it up to, to normal. But that's the thing is, if they are if it's a true remake... It could cause more controversy because a lot of people consider nine to be the pinnacle Final Fantasy game. Good. It's a and good game. there was a little bit of contention around the Final Fantasy seven remake, just the way that the direction was on that. So I mean I, I don't know. In a it's, in a way. Yes, in a way there was. But the, the consensus but Cesar, was Cesar loved it. And yeah, and the, the consensus was this is a great remake. Yeah. This is a great reimagining. Cesar's looking for something. What do you hunt? No, no, you're fine. Okay. Brent, continue down the list of dreams. <laughs> I know uh, I know one that Cesar is after. It's in the middle. Here, both me and Cesar are, are dreading this, hoping this isn't true, but um Kingdom Hearts four. <laughs> uh, but even if it's Kingdom Hearts three, so <laughs> Even if it is true, I mean, you would. It's probably not coming out until like twenty twenty five or six or something or ever for remaster of three <laughs> and re remasters of one and two and all the other chapters. Yeah, the previously rumored Resident Evil four remake, which this, we this intrigue know this is, is going on. This is yeah. This is an incredible game, and I've I've recently dabbled with the Wii one. Just kind of loaded up a save and just played the Wii one. And like, what is this as a remake? Because it's it's such a perfect game as is. But I'm sure I'm sure they'll improve on it somehow. So that's intriguing. <laughs> Street Fighter Six, uh, which I'm pretty sure everybody knows is in the pipeline there. Uh, another previously rumored Dragon's Dogma 2, Monster Hunter 6. Sorry, Brant. I would love if the subtitle of Street Fighter 6 is Street Fighter 2 Super Extra Turbo. It's like some, (laughs) it's like another port of (laughs) Street Fighter 2, but they put it behind Street Fighter (laughs) 6. Um, uh, let's see. Monster Uh, Hunter. Yeah, Monster Hunter 6, the Grand Theft Auto remasters. Uh, Bioshock 2022. Ah, the Vita game we never got. <laughs> the Vita game we never I got. I want to see that. I want. I don't have to play it. Just show me what v- what Bioshock <sighs> looks like on Vita. Well, that's Just the thing me. is is from everything I've I've heard about that game, it <laughs> it was. Uh, announced way too early at that point it was just very early early concepts extremely and then it never even got off the ground or never really got into development sure show me what you have show me concept art show me uh graphic engine demos show me whatever that is i want to see it let's see but back to this mirror's edge remastered uh (laughs) <laughs> can you not play that on uh, Xbox One via the backwards compatibility? I thought, I thought it's backwards compatible. That'd be the best way to play that, right? Like, I'm playing Dead Space now. 
Uh, untitled Respawn game. Sure. Yes. Day one. I guess that might be uh, like Untitled Goose Game. Who knows? <laughs> Here's the one I was <laughs> mentioning in the preamble. Titanfall 3. So sorry, you want that? I definitely want that. I just don't believe it. Oof. I don't either. Uh, Tekken I don't know 8. what it is. I just don't believe it. Tekken uh, Ocho? Ocho. Hachi. The Talos Principle 2, Crisis 4. Uh, the missus is a huge fan somehow of the Talos Principle. <laughs> I don't know if it's <laughs> what, like the puzzle element or what. <laughs> what little bit I played of it is pretty good, yeah. Yeah, it's good. She just like, throw you in these stuff. rooms and then you got to like saw puzzles to get out of them and go into the next area. Yeah. That's it. Let's see. XCOM 3, Injustice 3, uh, Gods Will Fall, uh, Destroy All Humans 3, Elite Sniper 5, Cities Skyline 2. Sure. We don't have too many of those. Uh-huh. It's like add-on packs for days. It's probably paying $100 in add-on packs for that game. For the first one, at least. Fight for How many Middle cities Earth? do you get with those Skylines? Uh, it's like freaking SimCity on crack, man. <laughs> like, when you go in there, it's like when I, I fired up the game, it's like, holy shit. There's like... SimCity on crack. Yeah, it's like... It's Sid so Meier's many, SimCity so many on packs. crack. Uh, let's see. That one's hard to move past. <laughs> Fight for Middle Earth, um, Mortal Kombat 12, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 Remaster. Um, don't remaster that game. That one wasn't that great. Don't worry. Activision already said that they're not remastering it for you. Which one was it? Uh, Modern Warfare 3. Why wouldn't they? Uh, I don't know. That game peaked at Modern Warfare 2. That's that Modern Warfare Three is right when those uh, the developers of those studios left, and then there was always a big thing that that original in, ending was not attended the way it happened. So yeah, gotcha. Uh, and then Hell Divers Two, and then the <laughs> more hell, <laughs> more more hell to dive into. Hellish, more hellish. Uh, the rest of these rumors kind of revolve around um, Sony bringing more of their IPs um, to PC. Which, which, let's full stop at this point. This is a surprise to no one. If any of these games come to PC, no one should be shocked. No. Sony yeah. has said this is a platform they're going to go for. They have brought some huge heavy hitters. Last week we were talking about the Uncharted collection that's coming to PC. The 4 and the uh, Lost collection. Legacy. The Richard Collection, that's it. The Charter Richard Collection. And, I got my uh, marker and masking tape ready to mark my edition. That's it. I'll sign it for you. I mean, sure. we'll make hey. it official. I, it's gonna, I mean, if I can get... I'll autograph get that the, shit. We can get to the printers, I'll print out a real label on there and just replace it. I'll throw away the old one. I'm that confident. I'll throw away the original label and just like this, it will never leave and be the Richard Collection. Uh, that is the original label. They reached out to me to make the uh, box art and everything. You don't, have to, you don't have to make anything. Yeah, it's the richer collection. Anyways, long story short, this should not surprise anyone if these come to another platform outside of PS4 slash PS5. And these titles would include uh, the 2018 God of War. Gasp! No! <laughs> it can't be! My purchase validation is 
no longer there. What do I do? Cesar Brent, Which, what do I do with my life? Time for me to go on Reddit and break a copy of my disc and take a picture of it and put it on there. This is what but you I've get. already done those things. <laughs> what other outlets do I have besides Reddit? Can I go to Twitter? Oh, yes. And yes, cry. Yeah. I've already done that. Where else should I cry? May I go you, to you Facebook? Should, you May should I also go to Instagram. You should also go and get your uh, old jerseys and burn those when people leave our teams. So, <laughs> I mean, I've been doing that. What the fuck? Are you doing? <laughs> I still got my Devontae Freeman uh, Falcons jersey in the oh. closet. So. <laughs> to continue on with this this list to destroy Richard's uh, Sony uh, fanboy rant slash Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Oh, we're losing. We're losing every game this year. We're losing they, every we single up. game, even yeah. the brand new ones like Horizon I, Forbidden West. Yes, Brand. <laughs> yep. Gran Turismo Seven. Returnal. No, Demon's, more people can play these games. Oh, what do I do? Demon Grant, Souls. Grant, I paid four hundred dollars for this system, and I still have one of those systems on a FedEx truck. <laughs> How do I validate? This one, this next laughing. one, I'm serious. How do I? This next one will crush you. This next one will crush you. Ratchet and Clank rift apart. They Insomniac said it's only possible with the SSD inside the PS5, and I can play it on my MacBook Pro from t- 2008. What's what, <laughs> What's funny is like if these games you come out on PC, you know Sony might fuck around and make some sequels, so mm-hmm. make some money. <laughs> and then the last <laughs> two on here. Uh, Sackboy, Big Adventure, and Ghost of Tsushima. Ugh. Burn it to the ground. I'm embarrassed. Tonight, I've never been embarrassed to be a PlayStation fan <laughs> since buying... <laughs> since the day I bought my PlayStation 1 from my friend who bought a PS2. Don't don't um, worry, Richard. All your uh, consistent bitching just now, uh, Sony saw this, and they're reversing course on all these. They have unannounced all these games for PC. Just yeah, so they can like, validate your purchase. They yeah. said no one with a PC should That's ever my, be able to play a PlayStation game. My four dollars is safe. It Brand, is now. Yeah. Brand is safe. Yeah. Okay, You're, so only I can enjoy these. Your yes. one-time fee of four hundred dollars versus uh, multiple fees of fifty or sixty dollars on other places. Okay. Uh, that's all that those. matters. Yeah. I'm glad we brought this up. I've been, I've been, I, I haven't been able to sleep. I've been, they, I've been staying awake thinking about other people playing these games and. Outside of the three of us, I just didn't think anybody could could really it, handle it. It just right. but, but, the fact that it would be somewhere else. I just I I couldn't I couldn't sleep. It was awful. But, but let's be real. Let's, let's be real. Remember when you know when Xbox was down in their dumps, they they gave Phil the, the same they bullshit. Know. Remember yeah. when he came out and started announcing stuff for PC? What did they do? What do you they mean? gave him they gave him hell. They're like, what? Do you, why is this coming out PC also? This should be Xbox only. What, what do you mean? More people could play it. That's basically what he said. So he's like, hey. Why? Why would they so, let more people play the fun game? But that's, that's our. Tell me why. It's mine. But it see, like, in, in all seriousness, I mean, the, that you see that community has kind of finally got over it. So this is yeah. going to happen with the PlayStation One eventually. So I mean, it, it's going to be eventual. Game belongs on the box that I bought. <laughs> Do not oh. let the fun game go somewhere else. This can't happen. The two of you, you let it happen. I blame you. You let it happen. <laughs> oh, 
We'll see what happens with this NVIDIA thing. A lot of these have come true. Uh, I know Destroy All Humans 2 was one of them, and it seems like PS5 is the lead platform on Destroy All Humans 2. And that first that first remake was apparently very well received. I bought a copy. I haven't played it yet, but I think it was a good. I think it was a good uh, remake. And yeah, I'm interested to see how it plays on Switch, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy that it's there. What do you I'll, mean? I'll, I love my subpar 30 frames per second games on Switch. I love getting angry like, oh, you again. It's there. It's, it's funny. I've kind of turned. That was my indie machine until I had a decent PC, and it was like, why would I buy something for Switch ever that's available on PC at all? A decent PC over whatever comes to Switch. But uh, the choices are there. We're not gonna yeah. We're not going to cry about anything available on anything. And last but not least, we have your coming soon to Xbox Game Pass Final Fantasy 13. I thought it was already there. September 2nd? Console on PC? It's already there, right? No, no, no. Uh, that was uh, uh, 7. Sure. What? This is 13. I thought 13 was, was already 13? out. Yeah, September 2nd. Craftopia, September oh, 2nd. Yeah. Maybe that's to PC. Or is that the, the Virtuos version we talked about last week? This this seems like very familiar because we talked about the the R full escape and how that was at, out and we told everybody to play it. These are yes. the ones. Brent, you would be fired from Newsmaster if anyone else was available to take the title. Are you serious? I <laughs> no, it's it's a new it's a new article they added. I'm giving Brent a hard time. This is a uh, Craftopia Breath Edge. Signs yeah, of the Soreter, uh, Surgeon Simulator 2 access all areas, Final Fantasy 13 for console and PC, and important to note that PC so, version is specifically the Brent, virtuous one. I, I apologize, you're reading the old one. So the new one is further down the page, and you have to click yeah. on it. It's uh, Phoenix Point, uh, Straya Ascending, Flynn, um, Son Ar- of Crimson. Ar-Gami. Crimson Skies or something? Yep, Skatebird. Superliminal, Origami 2. Superliminal is a big one. Origami 2 is a big one. Sable, Subnautica Below Zero, Tainted Grail Conquest, Luminous Gate, uh, Unsighted. They're all coming to Game Pass uh, starting from the 15th today up until October 1st. And it seems like there's mm-hmm. almost one every day coming in. Which is a great pipeline you would say for content well a lot of these are a lot of these are new indies and a lot of them are big indies too so i mean Final Fantasy 13 is huge this is just a couple updates right yes and there's 11 what's leaving 11 more games that had a added touch controls which was blinks the time sweeper crimson skies Chris Tales, Halo Spartan Assault, Halo Wars Definitive Edition, Halo Wars 2, Last Stop, Omno, Raji, Ancient Epic, The Medium, and Tropical 6. You can oh, play uh, the, the, the touch sh- controls, but you still can't play it on your One um, X. <laughs> friend um, of the show, Jeremy, loved Omno. He's a big fan. And important to note, like Cesar mentioned last week, maybe, Forza Motorsport 7 this is your last day to grab that one. Yeah. As, as of recording, September 15th. Do not forget to claim the free cars because those are going away. If you don't claim them, they go away forever. So you have to claim oh, the free God. cars. 
Yeah. Okay. I just, so I just went dead into mine today. So I'm leaving this podcast now. What do I have to go get? Go into the Microsoft Store. Yeah. Click on the Forza Seven app if you yep. haven't already bought it. If you go below it, there's add-ons, and the add-on says free, 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 free. Click on all those because those get go away after midnight. Yep. Okay. Do I need to get the ultimate? Do I need to get the regular? How many? I are? bought the ultimate for because tw- it was only twenty bucks, and then yeah. I paid the extra six ninety nine because there's a six ninety nine car pack that was not part of the ultimate. I went ahead and bought that. It was only six ninety nine to add a couple more cars. After that, all the other additional DLC pieces for cars were free. So. And you're good forever, right? I have every piece of everything for Forza 7 now. Okay. I think it's going to be a big deal down the road. <laughs> Still, I mean, I'm not going to rehash this, but your most recent Forza, your most recent driving simulator, so in PlayStation's case, this will be Gran Turismo, you cannot buy this. You have to get the sporty one. You have to get the arcade or Forza Horizon version. That is important to note, especially with Microsoft leaning into PC and Game Pass elements. How does this happen? We don't know. We can't answer that. It's um the only the only thing they say is just car licensing. That's it. And then we oh. talked about last week, like Project Cars has ellipsed that, and there was a Need for Speed that still is available that has older car license in that. So, but then we we give Sony a hard time because MLB games is their games on Game Pass. So it's all about licensing deals. Sometimes you get bad ones. Sometimes you get good ones. Yeah, that's MLB. MLB you stuck play, in You play there. the hand you're dealt. That's true. On the licensing deal, the deal you get. So they probably went cheap on the licensing deal for that reason. So who knows? They assume they would be good to go, right? Yeah. I mean, they probably went cheap on the Microsoft one because they got so many licensed cars on there. It probably costs yeah. way too much money. It's not like a, It's not like I just bought cruising, the new cruising game, I think, which has... Uh, Nissan and GMC, General Motors cars in there. But they don't have every car brand in there because it's probably expensive as fuck. So. They were talking about remaking old cruising games. I know a friend of the show, Jeremy, himself is a big fan of the cruising games. Did they come out today? Came out Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday? I, I got mine from Best Buy because I had the $10 gift card. So He did. That's a good promo. Did you try it out? Not yet. Uh, I, okay. I, I took that $10 uh gift card and use it on uh, death loop and i think i'm getting death loop for like 20 bucks and then i got 10 i got 10 more dollars in rewards for death loop on that so nice it's like the old kmart chain we used to yeah. keep going all right i guess that's the best segue into games played yep i have played a little bit more of dead space i haven't finished chapter four uh there was a bullshit section where i had to run across the outside of the ship and avoid asteroids fuck that part uh, I figured it out, but I had to burn one of my medium air <laughs> containers to get past it. And then after that, there's a story bit where I have to destroy asteroids as they're coming to me. Kind of in a Star Wars A New Hope, kill the TIE fighters out of this gun turret type section. And I failed it twice and said, fuck this game. So <laughs> I've not gone back to it. I will go back to it because I will beat this. But uh, that is the extent of my Dead Space experience. For the past week. I played a little bit of uh, Halo. Nothing more to add there. Uh, Season 8 is coming up. For those keeping track of their rewards and such. I'm still way behind on the rewards. Despite playing many many hours of Halo. Uh, My kids are now. Have now moved on to. So the Genesis. The Sega Genesis is hooked up. And they're still Toe Jam and Earl Fanatics. 
but they also wanted to know, hey, Daddy, what else can we play on Genesis? And I can't just pick a single-player game, right? Because there's plenty of great single-player games on Genesis. So I could recommend eight of them right now on this podcast. But um, they're not quite to the point of playing like a Golden Axe or a Gunstar Heroes or something like that. So I, I did a Google search. So I'm like, okay, I'm out, of, I'm out of my element. These are not the games I played. And we stumbled onto not Castle of Illusion, but World of Illusion. Mickey Mouse World of Illusion, which is two-player. You can have Mickey Mouse and you can have Donald Duck. And there are some really cool co-op elements to it. Um, <laughs> I left them alone with it. I made sure they, they started the two-player thing. And I'm trying to teach them this because I will be stuck with them forever if I don't just... Brent, you may be able to touch on this as a parent, but you can either fire up the game and be right there with it for the whole duration and never have any of your own time or you can try to let them figure it out and leave and just kind of be there as a as a strategy guide more or less like uh i don't know let me look <laughs> and then see what the answer to that is and i enjoy watching them play toe jam and earl it's it's documented on this podcast this is one of my favorite games of all time so i'm okay with hanging out with that and and offering advice and such but you know, they're just looking for something else to play. I'm not really on top of World of Illusion, for example. So they would get stuck in places and run up to me. And with the joys of the Internet these days, I just I just look it up. And I actually have the full PDF of World of Illusion right there. And it's like, hey, hey uh, there's there's spots where Mickey goes through. And they, the funny thing is, is they would describe it to me like, Dad, uh, they went through with Mickey and I can't go through with Donald. His tail's too fat. <laughs> and it makes sense to me. I'm like, yeah, his tail's too fat. Why can't you make it? <laughs> so I have a PDF of the manual for uh, Mickey Mouse World of Illusion. And specifically, the co-op is built to where, you know, Mickey gets through and then he turns around and hits a specific button and then pulls Donald through. So there's some really cool co-op elements to this. And there's an there's a bit to it where they're jumping up over trees. You know, you have to jump up to this branch and then jump across to that branch. And Mickey can make it and Donald can't. But Mickey has a has a ability where he can press A and he drops down this lat, this rope and Donald just grabs it, goes straight up with it. And uh, I've learned more about this game through them playing it than I, I've never played this game before, despite it being on that, that uh, Genesis that I have for all these years. And that bit has been fun and... Just watching them, the the bits I, I watched them play that World Illusion game, it's really good. It's great. The Genesis, we're not going to go into a Super Nintendo versus Genesis argument on this podcast. That's that's way tired. It's a what a thirty year old argument at this point. But the that FM synthesizer from Yamaha on the Genesis, it brings its own special uh, chipset and sound set that the Sony produced Super Nintendo chip doesn't have and there are games that achieve greatness with it there are games that are drawn back by it uh same with the nintendo the super nintendo and you can famously listen to like super metroid tracks on genesis sound chip like how would this sound on genesis if, if it came out on it and it's different it's good but it's different but the, the sound effects specifically tailored for this World of Illusion for Mickey Mouse on Sega Genesis, they're they're great. They're really, really good. And they're they're enjoying the hell out of it. My kids are Genesis kids. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> think it would. I, I know you're laughing. 
I didn't think I would have gems as kids, but they've not had a lot of uh, recent interaction with Super Nintendo. And as we're scrolling through, maybe that's my next step. Like, all right, we're, we're done with this machine. We're going to hook up something else. We'll just give it a go. No, you, you, them and the Miyamoto's kids. <laughs> right. Yeah, but we're, I'm thinking about it because I have, they're lucky. They they don't know they're lucky. They're, they're going to figure it out at some point. But they have a whole library of stuff to pull from that. Maybe this is nostalgia, but, you know, I wish I had. I, I wish I wish I'd be able to provide for this for my kids, you know. But what is a Genesis and a Super Nintendo to them? This is like the Roblox and and Minecraft generation. They actually have stumbled upon Roblox YouTube videos and stuff, and they like watching people play Roblox. And I can't tell you what the hell Roblox is. I don't know. I have no clue what it is. It sounds like dreams. It sounds like games within games on a platform. And I just, I don't know. But I'm trying to, I'm not going to say I'm trying to ground them, but they recognize that, you know what, Dad? That Toe Jam and Earl game is pretty damn good, and we can both play it, and we would like to play it right now. And for now, I'm good with that. They they like that, and and the Genesis is hooked up, and it's like, okay, let's tr- let's try to find you something else. I talked about last week about trying to get them into a fighting game with each other and see what they think, and they still haven't bid on that. So I have no update on the fighting game thing, but uh, that is it. Outside of Halo, uh, an aggravating bit of dead space, dead space that is probably just my own uh, lack of skill set in game playing. And my children playing some Sega Genesis. But what do you guys have for games played? Uh, mine's pretty easy. I just played uh, maybe about four hours of Tales of Arise. Ooh, um, Arise. What do you think? I like it. I like it a lot. It's very different. Um, right when you load up, it's still... Uh, it's, it's game. I mean, the style of the game is still linear. It still brings you along a path. Um, when you when you start the game, you you play a character named the Iron Mask. He's some kind of character with an iron mask over his head. That's the name Iron Mask. Yeah, uh, he, he follows that same it. trope that they always have in RGRPGs, where that person has amnesia and doesn't know where they came from. Uh, he's been converted into a slave. Um, so you and it's kind of like this one's a, bit, a little bit more spacey because I mean some of these tells games have like some sci-fi elements to it, but that that's always been the Star Ocean side when those developers left and did their own type of games. But this one is like a Renin, which is like a, a another planet comes down to Dahanan, which is a smaller planet nearby, and they they basically take over that planet and outmuscle them with all this technology. And so it all this whole land is divided up into like five warlords that are that rule it, and they're having this competition to see who's going to be the next ruler of their home planet. And so you're working as a slave mining, like you're in the fire, like a fire hmm. area, and you're like mining this area, and this just people are dying. And so they figured out that it's kind of similar to like um, a magical was it Madoku. Where they're using it to extravagant energy. It's an mm-hmm. anime. And okay. so like it's they're trying to pull energy and they get energy from people from dying, basically. The the whole thing as they work themselves to death, it gives off a certain amount of energy that's connected. Uh, it's collected. Uh, so like they're not even mining for anything. They're just doing it to kill people, basically. Right. Uh, to pull their energy. 
So you end up running like into the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say it. Batteries. Human batteries. So you end up running into a girl. Um, I think it's. I'm trying to remember her name. I guess I'm still a couple of hours in there trying to get in there. Uh, I think it's Shion or Sion. And um, she is one of the people, like, in a. She's from their planet. And so as. As you go through and you meet with her, she has her own agenda. They're like trying to capture her for whatever reason, and she ends up joining these rebels. Where you're, you decide that you're going to go after the that warlord in the area you're at. So I mean, that's where I'm at in the story wise. There's only a couple hours in there. Uh, gameplay wise, it's, it it's follows like a linear path. So you see a map and you go through, and it you can look at the map and it goes in like these little encoves to get treasures and fight enemies. Enemies are all populated on the screen. There's no uh, random battles. Um, oh. when you get into the battle system, it's been updated. It's different. Uh, everything's tied to the right side of the controller. Um, you have R1 does a, a basic attack. R2 does your dodge and roll. And then your, your spirit arts are tied to triangle, square, and X. You can do three different ones. And then as you level up, you'll, you can change the spirit arts you have on there to stronger ones. And so then like circles. Valkyrie profile? Similar, but it's not like that. Cause Valkyrie profile is turn-based. It's not turn-based. You can run around okay. the screen. Um, and then circles jump. So you play with your main character and all the secondary ones are in auto battle. So, I mean, that's all that is. Uh, that's about as far as I got in the game. I'm like, I said, I'm it's still kind of doing the, like the first couple of hours is still like the tutorial. Like, oh, you, you have to do quests. Here's a quest thing. That's like, oh, go help these people. And then you have to go back on the main story. It still kind of showed you different ways to play the game. And, you still have your skits that's been famous in all the Tales games. Uh, you press R1, you get the skit, and it's kind of like a on the man, uh, manga background where it's like color painted and it's showing uh, stilt movements and they're speaking throughout. So and you get a little bit more of the story and interaction from the characters that way. Um, so like I said, I only got maybe like four or five hours into it. Um, it's, I'm liking it so far. Uh, it's very different, but it's good though. Um, like I said, the story's not super original. Hmm? PS5, yeah. Playing on PS5. Um, outside of that, I also picked up a Death Loop. I got maybe a yes. couple hours to do that. Tell me about the Death Loop. Death Loop is really, really, really good. Really? <laughs> it's really fucking good. What is it? I just, I oh. still don't even know. They just shove it down our throats. I don't even know. Yeah, from it's, what I've, it, from what I've heard, all of the trailers and promotions that they've done don't really do the game justice. It's not, it's, it's, I don't know if it's, it might be smart marketing because it sells it a certain way. And then when you go into this game, it's nothing like the way they sold it. What is it? Please tell so, me. I like, as, as you, as you start out the game, you're instantly getting murdered by uh, Juliana. She's killing you. Um, and then you wake up on a beach and you have amnesia. You have no idea who your name is, how you got there. And as you crawl yourself off the beach, you start seeing letters hovering in the air, like, You've done this before. Go this way. Okay. Are, what, you miss what, are you, what are you doing in this instance? Are you in a single-player campaign? Or are you playing multiplayer? Or are you playing, no, I mean, when you like, play out the game, the... you only have one option in single-player. There's no multiplayer in a lock yet. This is kind of like their tutorial okay. part. So okay. As you go through the level, and it kind of leads you along, like you see some of the story bits, like the character doesn't know who he is, and people are asking, like, who are you? And he's like, I don't even know what the fuck I am. So then he starts seeing, like, these words, Same. and it's like, I, this is me. This is me from before. Uh, pick up here, you know, like 
they'll tell you to pick up this gun, and then uh, they'll the, the words tell you your name, Colt. It's like, so is that my name? Is that name Colt? And you'll see like all the place, Colt, 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 Colt. So it's like it's like stuff from his past self that's trying to tell him stuff on there. So you go up to this to this door, and it's like you know the passcode for this door. Open the door, and he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know the fucking passcode. <laughs> and so it it forces you to go off the the trail, and you end up running into Juliana again, and she's she's kind of like. It's the crazy. Killed you? Yeah, it is crazy because she's like fucking with him. So like he, as you go through, he's trying to destroy this this whole thing. They, they call it a death loop, but he's stuck in a time loop. But every time he starts a time loop, he starts from scratch. He doesn't remember anything. She's trying. She's trying to protect the time loop, and she remembers everything. So she okay. gets him to fall for the same trick every time. Like, come here, I'll help you. And it's like you see the words like, "Don't trust her. Don't trust her." And he goes in the library, and he just she's she's just fucking with him. She's like, she's like, you keep doing the same thing over and over again. He, he literally, he's struggling because he doesn't remember who he he's is. In death loop. And so, um, and it's funny because like he's like, did I date you before? That's all he kept saying on there. And she's like, there's a lot of like familiarity with these characters. And he's like, you know, she's taking it personal. Like, and he's like, I don't know what I did to you. And he's like, he, he's he's uh, she's beating him up. It's like, yeah, I definitely dated her before. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, um, as he goes through. <laughs> why are you killing me have we, have we been out together <laughs> yeah basically yeah it's like he's a funny dude man it's like um as, as you go through the library and she she throws him down and starts trying to kill him again and she's like all right I, she's like i won't kill you inst- instantly uh try to do something different and so like you'll see these words like go through the window go through the window so you kick the window and he jump out then another version of himself grabs himself and he's like what the fuck is happening he's like he's like you're another me he's like i wrote the fucking axis thing on the back of the postcard get the postcard and then he lets him go and dies and then he starts loose back in there so that postcard in the very beginning of the game that i just threw away i had to pick it back up and look at it. it's like all oh, the codes on the back of the postcard oh, so it's that's like awesome so as you go through it's like a it, the story's so fucking good that's it's like so good it, it pulls you through man yeah so like as you go through like Juliana, she's fucking with him on there. She's a, so the the bit that I get on there is he, I'm trying to break this loop, but I guess I'm I was part of this group of villains, and I want to get out. That's what it looks like so far because he puts on there like you were never you never worked well in a group. You see like the little conversations you have with yourself, they'll tell you on there you never worked well in a group. Yeah. And she goes on there is like hey so and so Colt betrayed us, so you know we, we got to kill him basically. She's telling everybody else on there, and so like he doesn't know what's going on still. He's still trying to figure out, like, he doesn't even know how he got there, what he's doing. He doesn't even know what a loop is. Everybody's telling him he needs to, that he's trying to break it. He's like, I don't even fuck what's happening. So I finally got to the point where <laughs> it's me. I just it's died on the there when I was playing with you guys, and I fucked up and died. So, like, if you <laughs> it's, it's borderline per, uh, permadeath. So you find a trinket that belongs to him that goes onto his arm. So you get okay. two free passes. So if you die twice, you're, you're done. You have to start from the very beginning of the game. It takes you very back. You got to redo everything. So, like, as you go through the game, you get your guns, go to certain areas. If you die those two times, you have to go all the way back to the beginning and start from scratch. It's permadeath. So, you get one death. I already wasted in that level because I alerted everybody. And now I only got one left. So, you get one death, and it kind of rewinds you back a little bit. But they give you two chances to complete what you need to do. So as you go through, you see this map with like eight different villains. They, they've talked about this to death on their little promotional thing. So there's eight different villains at different parts in this island um, that you have to, that you investigated, that they have their own slabs. So you don't know what the slab is for because that's basically what I'm trying to figure out what's going on. So apparently my area was called Black Reef. 
I'm going back to it. And that's where I'm trying to get more bits of the story. Apparently, that was the area he was from, but he doesn't remember it. So, so the slab in Gears of War games is the prison. Basically. So what's crazy is like the, the water kills me because I've got it's like an island in the middle of the, in the Antarctic. So it's like ice all in the water. So like if you walk on the water, it slowly kills you. If you if you go from full submerged in the water, you drown. You freeze to death. So it's like I can't get in the water at all. There's some areas I have to run through the water and it's crazy. I had to go quickly. So it's very interesting. It's, it's you get a you get a hack device too. I got a hacker where I can hack open doors and hack machines. And it's similar to like kind of like Bioshock, but I don't have to do that weird mini game where I have to do like the little connection of the dots in Bioshock. <laughs> mini so, game sucked. The mini game so, sucked so bad. Yeah. So, but it, it's I've only got a couple hours into it, but it's really fucking good. It's like uh, and the 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 voice actor. I was for watching Colt, you play some. It looked great. The voice actor for Colt is so funny, man. Like she was making Juliana was making fun of his jacket. He's like, damn it, I love this jacket. It's like he's like he just does this little offbeat stuff, like the stuff he's not even supposed to be worried about, and he's just like. Man, right. I love this jacket. It's like, why is she talking shit about my jacket? You know, like, it's good, man. I'm enjoying the hell of it. It's got a lot of charm. Like, these characters have charm. I, I, like, whatever the they use for their advertisement campaign, it, it's like the very basic necessities. I guess they didn't want to give anything away. But then you, you it's a double-edged sword. It's, you don't know if people will be interested enough to go in there and figure it out. You know? Yeah, because this was never a day thing. one for me. I'm like, what is even this game? And we see it every event, yeah. and I still don't know. It's it's really fucking good, and I know I know the reason why they kept it quiet. It's 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 very unique, different. It, it, it's very creative. There's no like you can go in there. And, I can if I die and start over from again, and it's kind of like uh those games you like, Brand, like the um, the roguelites. Oh, it's, it's similar to those. Like it's permadeath. I can go back and like all right, this this way I fucked up and died. I'll go the other way and do this other thing. You know, permadeath. I walk by and I saw this library. The library's full of enemies, and like there, there's this thing up here. Is like the library is not a safe place. And then there's another one over here, like, you've died here before. You know, you've died here before. And so it's like, it, the, like the, these conversations you're having with letters to yourself from the other times you, that you've kind of been stuck in these loops. Is it kind of like that it. Splinter Cell where it gave you, like, mission tips that just kind of put it in the... It's, it a, it's it like writing on the, the walls. Like, it gives you, like, yeah. these little tips that they throw up in there. Yeah. So, like, That's cool. like, take the gun, take the bullets, you know. It tells you what to do, kind of like it points you how to go in there. But it's like if when you go in there's like there's so many different ways to go do different things. So you don't have to it's not like a regular first person shooter like go down linear this way. You can go look at different paths and then like it I can go in there and start shooting everybody if I wanted to and I can survive and go through it. And there's one where I like that when I was playing on that one, literally there's like twenty people down that that thing I was never gonna survive. They gummed me down. I think I took down five of them. They got <laughs> I was me never down. Gonna so, I was like, <laughs> so I was like and then there's stealth kills in there. There's different ways. The weapons are pretty unique. You can level up weapons with the weapon tokens to do different, uh, take off shock and add additional bullets. And How do you, you earn level. the tokens? Um, you find them just lying about. They're like, they're glowing. And it, it looks like a, a bonus. It looks like a broken pixelation. So it looks like something that's not supposed to be there. Like you'll see them in there. Like it's not like it, a glitch. Like a glitch in the system type thing. So yeah, it's pretty interesting. You're trying to figure out why you're in this loop and why you're trying to destroy it and why she, Juliana, and the other one's trying to protect the loop. And like everybody on the island, all those people you gotta, you got all those eight major villains on the island all want to protect the loop. Like you see signs on there, protect the loop. And you don't know why they're trying to protect the loop for. And that's what you're trying to go through and you're trying to destroy it. So I was like, and you don't even know why you're trying to destroy, destroy it. Destroy the so, loop. Yeah. He doesn't even, you know, he's, I don't even know what the fuck a loop is. That's what he was saying every time he woke up. And it's like, you got to destroy the loop. He's like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. And, you know, like, <laughs> somebody so help me. No somebody point me in the right on, direction. So. It's good, man. It's fucking good. I don't know what it is, but it's really fucking good. <laughs>
I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, haptic feedback wise, it's um, you can feel like the pitter patters of the feet as you run through uh, the feel of the guns. There's a lot of uh, it does pretty well in the haptic feedback and the trigger effects. So there's a lot of that. There's a lot of love forward in that as well. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it, man. It's really good. Death Loop. That's everything for me. I'll hand it off to Brent to finish off the show. All right. Um, let's see. Quickly, I'm back on the horse. We we played some Pokemon Unite. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I'm like, like which a, horse? Sounds like a soccer a team every time you say Pokemon Unite. <laughs> Pokemon <laughs> United. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, Brand has a bunch of horses. Which one which one are we back on? Uh, they just, which they, one are we riding out well, of the stable? I don't want to go too far into this uh down the rabbit hole, but I mean Richard, what what state would have Pokemon United as their soccer team? Would it be like South Dakota? <laughs> it had to be some random ass state. Like doesn't have like a big city. I mean, uh, yeah, but do you pick one that because Pokemon Wyoming. recently has been getting people together, right? So you want the yeah. most people. Hawaii. I think a Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. I think I think Pokemon Unite is a official game of Hawaii. How the fuck does that even happen? How do you, how did they fly out to do games? That's so impossible, man. <laughs> At that I, point, <laughs> they might as well just have a, a an office in LA and just play in the states. Yeah. Technically Hawaii. I mean, when's the last time we watched a Hawaii football college football game? Uh, Georgia Hawaii Sugar Bowl, 2010, 11. <laughs> A pro game, right? I think they played a pro game in Hawaii. That was like the last time I seen maybe a live. They danced the haka. You seen that shit? The haka's legit. Yeah. There's a reason why the there's a reason why their players go to Alabama, so <laughs> Okay, Brent. Back to your, anyway. Back to your actual factual. Yeah. Game not the experience. not the fake so, soccer Pokemon United team. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> Getting back on there because they've added some some more little like weekly challenges things and uh, the mobile release of the game I guess comes out next week uh, and with oh, that I thought it was a ways off still I thought the Switch no. one was like way ahead no okay. it, uh, I th- I believe it is next week that it'll come to mobile okay Brant so between now and uh, <laughs> of course there's no no podcast next week but you better. You better get your victories in now, because when those mobile people step in, oh my gosh. it's going to be ball game. Um, I finished uh, the EE Island expansion, at least the story. Oh. Like I said last week. Did that pay off in the end? Yeah, that story is really, really good. Uh, that that's a, that's a good little expansion. It's not super long. Um, but and it, this, of course, goes to Tsushima. Yeah, this, this does cap off the uh the storyline pretty well and like i said last week play the complete first bit of this the the entire game before you do the Iki island expansion because there are some things that you can't get um like just a little optional things unless you've done the the full story and there's you know some other little story bits in there that it just it's imperative to, to finish the full game of Ghost of Tsushima before you. How is that gated? Expansion. How is that gated? Is there an item progression thing, or is there like a no? There's no way you can go back to it. Type. No, 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 no. Once, once you've um. So once you open the first section in Ghost of Tsushima of Ghost of Tsushima, because uh, they break up. Tsushima into three different like parts of the island 
And once you unlock that first little area and get to the second area, you can immediately go to Iki Island. Gotcha. Once you start that story uh, expansion, you're on that island. Yeah. uh, Until you get to basically the end of the story. Does your progression carry Um, over to the the main game if you haven't completed it? Yeah. Yeah. All your power-ups, all the things you unlock. Because there's... They add... um, Different mechanics with the horse. Um, they add uh, horse mechanics. <laughs> they Next make it gen horse mechanics. It, it they actually add your to your horse to where you can um, use the horse to charge enemies and basically bowl them over and do massive damage with the horse. Um, they add like fire arrows and so there's there's some different cool things in there. Um, but yeah, you're stuck on that island, and then once you finish that s- the story part, you can freely jump back and forth and fast travel okay. to the islands. So then it just becomes like a normal <clears throat> part of the game, just a normal, yeah. yeah, providence or whatever. But there's special um, armors and things. I don't necessarily want to spoil it if somebody hasn't played or you know. Okay. But there's there's these. Um, because normally you just walk up to these special little uh, like pillars and you might pick up a, a sword that has a special style to it or something. But there's right, right. <clears throat> there's these places on Iki where there's four separate little uh, shrine, not even shrines. They're just like little monuments. And if you you read a special little like cryptic message about the place and that gives you a hint on what to do um so you may have to use a smoke bomb and be wearing a certain outfit or something like that but then you unlock a special armor based on a few different playstation properties and they're pretty dang cool from what i've seen um, and I think they were actually available in the online part of Ghost of uh, Tsushima as well. Let's see. Other than that, um, my I, I picked up uh, WarioWare for Switch, and I sat down and between me and my son. Uh, we beat it within, I don't know, like two hours, something like that. It's a it's a relatively short game. Um, WarioWare is this one you <laughs> there's like some new game that's out and Wario's making his own game. He finishes it. Uh, and then it glitches and pulls him and all of his friends in, and subsequently his his game is is glitched. There's like some game bug in it, so you've got to go through defeat the game bugs by doing the classic micro games uh, in the that they're known for. Yeah, that the, that the Wario games are known for uh, in order to get your friends back and clear the game of any bugs. <clears throat> And, I mean, you can do... It starts off, I think, from, like, the first set. You have to do, like, ten games, and then eventually it gets to, like, 
a total of 15 games. And then there's usually like a boss thing that you have to do. The most fun I had is there's a special little area that's themed with um, specific Nintendo mini games. Oh. And that was actually pretty cool. What franchises do they call back? All sorts of stuff. So there's one that's... Star Tropics? No, at least not that I've seen. I think there's two or three mini games or micro games I haven't seen yet. But, like, there's one where uh, it'll have uh, Samus standing up on a small little, like, um, breakable platform. And there's two doors to either side. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to break the platform underneath her to where she goes into Morph Ball and then, like, push her towards a door. Samus is a her. <laughs> what year is this? Uh, there's a there's another micro game where it's uh, grab the game and it also it, you have a GameCube that's open and you'll have these uh, circles come across the screen and, you know, might be a donut and something else like small little weird like paper circle. You've got to go up and grab the GameCube game and put it in the GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> and then the it shows the TV and the GameCube startup goes. Is that a CRT? And, yes. <clears throat> it's it's fun, God but honestly, for for fifty bucks, um, I don't know. I mean, you might want to get this game once it goes cheap, because like I said, it took it took us like two hours to beat this game. It was very oh. very quick. Yeah, it's it's a good game and it's fun. And then I mean, then you can play against people and go after that. Yeah, go head to head and play all the micro games. But uh, yeah, honestly, for this for the single player experience, you can go through it extremely quick. Does the story unlock all of the micro games or is there still a, an aspect after you beat the story where you still have to unlock stuff? Uh, it, it, the thing is, yeah, you can go back and play those areas to unlock because you're only going to see a handful of the micro games. Okay. There's still more that you can unlock by going back and replaying them. And then even once you go through and replay them and get to the boss, um, like you did the first time, then it'll go bonus and you can keep playing and get, you know, more stages and unlock more of the currency. And the currency is basically used to, is it Wario bucks? Yeah, like power up the characters and get, uh, you know, art for the gallery or um, if you wind up failing during the um, some of the micro games, because you when you go through, you only have like maybe four chances to fail in most of the games. So if you fail more than four times, then it's game over. You get the chance to continue, but it costs like a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> it costs only like a hundred hundred bucks and you get like oh, I think a thousand um or more depending on which level you're on progressing through. Gotcha. So gotcha. it's it's pretty easy. Yeah. This is not the Dark Souls for you where no, no. But it's it's fun. I, we had a lot of fun playing it. Um and then other than that, uh, before I, we started on the podcast, I think I just got tired of seeing all of the ads for it. Um, and I started up uh, Genshin Impact. 
Oh, because I'm just bombarded I constantly. I keep seeing this with everywhere ads. myself. Yeah, you succumb <laughs> to the the internet and peer pressure. Um, I mean, from the start, I don't really like know too much about what I'm doing, but I know Cesar talked a little bit about it before when it it came out, and it is just like Breath of the Wild aesthetics. The combat's a little different, uh, a little bit. Uh, it's got its own spin to it. Um, but it's, it's definitely a nice looking game and it, it has that aesthetic like Breath of the Wild. Um, I'm playing on PS5 and I still notice like as I'm walking, like certain things will like pop, just kind of like jittery pop, like a rock or a tree just kind of like shift and pop into place. So, it, but I'm getting, I'm guessing Let's it is with this it is. now. Um, but I'm not super far into it. Um, gosh, I only played like 25, 30 minutes before before the podcast. But it's it's not bad. I, I mean, I don't know if I'll get engrossed into it. Yeah. I might I might play it for a little while and see how I like it. Just fuck around and might beat it. <laughs> I'm going to check out this uh, Hollow Knight game and see see if I like it. Um, but that's that's it. around and beat Hollow Knight. Hey, Hollow Knight's a good ass game. I only got one ending though. There's several endings. Watch them I, on YouTube. You yeah, beat, you beat the yeah, game. I'll watch the other ones. Yeah. What's the update on the Silk Song? When is that next one coming out? No word. Whenever right. it comes. That's it. Yeah. How far away uh, that is. Every Nintendo Direct, it's always worse Silk Song. Yeah. Did anybody check out uh, Axiom Verge 2 on that note? Mm-mm. Not I checked that one out yet. Yeah. You see all I these games played... come out this month? Hell no. Yeah. I'm playing Halo and Toe Jam and Roll. <laughs> and Mickey Mouse World of Illusion <laughs> featuring Donald Duck. As we had to figure out how to get the second player in there. <laughs> this is my world. They played the shit out of some Just Dance too, also. So and Just Dance 2014 specifically, but. Talk about that later. Uh, is that everything we want to add to this episode? That's it. Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, hanging out with us this week. Sorry about the technical difficulties. On that note, this is the last uh, episode ever. I hate I hate that you have to hear it this way. And my my coworkers have uh, they have no clue that this was happening. I'm just I'm just teasing. No, we're fit, we're all taking a week graduate. off. We're all officially graduating. <laughs> That's it. We're graduating. Yep. You can find us on another platform uh, with a higher pay tier, possibly. No, we're just taking a week off next week. It's kind of a fall break for uh, three-thirds of us. So we're going to... <laughs> That's all of us, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to take That's the week wonderful. off. Uh, enjoy this episode. I probably should have put it at the beginning of this episode. Like, hey, savor this one. <laughs> it's going to have it's gonna have to last you 14 days. But uh, hey, we gave them extra 20 minutes, so that's true. I'll put that at the end of this episode. So if you're really like, oh, God, I don't know what I'm going to do without no podcast for another <laughs> week. There will be a 13, 14 minute minute ish. Oh, gosh. Uh, outro we, after we, the. We can always uh, volunteer Brant to uh, the stream at the same time next week and just host a Q&A. Better get a monologue. Yeah. Just just go. Just Ask me anything. Cold he can be AMA. Nope. Just, just AMA. Him looking, it, 
Nope. No feedback, no questions, no nothing, no prompts. Just Brant come from the heart for an hour and 48 minutes. You know what you have to feel. That or have the camera pointed at you for an hour and 48 minutes just with heavy breathing and brain tension impact. (sighs) (sighs) That might get us more followers. Brant, go with this. (laughs) ASMR and Genshin Impact. (laughs) Give us a preview of that. What would you do? I don't don't know. Just, you said I love you at the end of the last episode, so they're already our audience is already baited for your next. There we go. Oh <laughs> no, I'm not gonna blow. I'm not gonna blow the air into there. Yeah, I mean uh, Richard's right, ready. Ahead, He's got the headphones in, so you're good. He's ready for the ASMR. So, uh, audio listeners, he had compressed air. He was threatening. Uh, he was threatening podcast suicide there on the microphone. <laughs> he was telling you about all threatening legal action or something. That's threatening <laughs> legal action. Uh, but we will not have any live content next week. Uh, but you may check on any of our other previous 175 episodes. I don't think outside of news, I don't think there's anything that's really outdated. Uh, a big portion of our content is games we've been playing. And historically across episode one through this one, it's been random stuff and old school and uh you may want to hear the news from back then and see how things have developed since then so you never yeah. know uh go back and play an old episode or two and let your friends know and let them play uh you know 170 episodes <laughs> <laughs> Binge. Uh, anything anything helps we're, we're not paid to do this so anything you want to mention to your friends uh, we would greatly appreciate but uh, if that's it, uh, I look forward to a, a two, one week hiatus, two week hiatus. It's, it's 14 days, so we record again. But yeah. um, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you in two weeks. See you. Goodbye. <laughs>
But that would just be for one person, right? And then you can add whoever. Yeah, but I I mean, that's what, $15 a month for all three of us? Still about the same price. Renee said we can use his. He doesn't care. It's free for us. He's not using it. It just, man, that shit adds up fast when you have no income and you're supplementing all that. All we've paid for, for so, so far is hosting and the design of our lo logo cost us $5 exactly. And I pitched in and, and made the $5 happen. So we could rebrand for more than that. We could uh, host for more than that. Whatever you guys want to decide to do. I guess this is probably, we need to have this conversation off stream. And right. Now that we're two and a half anybody, minutes into recording. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants to hear us uh, go through our growing pains. Inside baseball. Logistics. Yeah. It is definitely logistics. Trade secrets we're giving out there. Of our shambling. That was no secret, sir. <laughs> that was public. That was public domain. <laughs> hey, man, I just, I just know you should feel pretty good because every time I watch a, a VTuber, there's always like, "Oh, thanks, OBS. It's not what I wanted. Why is it not showing up? Thanks, OBS." <laughs> That's where we are now. Yeah. I got us back to this, though. I'm happy with this, even though I sound like shit. Sound like you're under uh, static. You're like the bad version of the matrix but y'all don't hear me doing that now right no you sound fine it's just yeah. only on the when it's, it's streaming the out and, it has yeah, to be obs it's whenever it's streaming out through obs is whatever it's encoding it it's like yeah. it's putting two overlay tracks on top of yourself for whatever yep. reason which was what it was doing when you both were ndi sources added but we killed one of those so that fixed that we thought maybe that's what it is i wonder if you just mute Cesar, everybody desktop. yeah okay desktop audio is not muted Discord. We could also use Discord. There's me. I'm going crazy on that. It's still. I, I see it in OBS. I see my thing going crazy. We could. We could also, like Brand said, we could also use Discord. I know the VTubers do that as well for audio, and then put that as as a source in OBS. Okay, mic test. Mic they test, also mic do test. video calls apparently on Discord now. They have like group video calls. I killed myself. We could all be playing real mist right now. Cesar, you just got super pixelated. Cesar, are you still here? I see Brant's fan. I don't see Cesar. Mm, no, he dropped. Uh, is this going to be one of those nights? Oh, there you go. <laughs> it can't what be. What is love? Cesar, your face is tweaking out. You're like right next yeah, to your beep, other beep, self. Beep, boop, beep, boop. It's what I it's what I do. It's how I live. What did I change myself to? I don't even know. I fucked it. I just fucked it just now. That's what I'm talking about. There I am. I'm back. But it's janky audio. I know it is. Yeah, you're back. Uh, mic test, like... mic test, mic test. Mic test, mic test, mic test. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Y'all hear me on Skype. Yes, I can hear you on Skype. Mic yes. test, mic test, mic test, mic test, mic test. You trying to go through the... Yep, because I, I just see, like I, like I sent y'all that clip last week of me 
on the audio mixer, I'm just going crazy, and I don't know what the difference is here. I don't know what's changed. Lock volume? Nope, that didn't do anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm completely. Whatever happened, I'm completely frozen on the video feeds. It doesn't matter for me. That's cool. <laughs> You've given up. I, I mean, well, I don't know. I'm moving now. That I'm like that. I'm super laggy for whatever reason. Yeah. yeah. Should we restart everything? Come back. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're we're already late as it is. So why not? Uh, yeah. Nine o'clock. It's the. It's almost the. We're almost back to our old no forecast ways. Oh no. It's worse than that. Well, we didn't start till what 10:30 p.m. or something like that. What was uh, yeah, you the? You were here. You were here. Yeah. You had to be here, and then when we were done, you had to leave. Yeah. It's up to y'all. I'm gonna hear in my hat. Yeah, mom, I'm, I'm dropping off. I don't. I, at this point, I don't know. You, you call it. Richard's I mean, getting kind of laggy too, a little bit. I've been recording for seven minutes. You think the recording sounds fine? <clears throat> we can pull through it. I, I don't know. Or we can the just not. The recording is always fine. When I post this episode, it doesn't sound like anything's wrong. Or we can just not stream at all if we're having issues. So. Don't stream? Yeah. I mean, Renee will miss out, but the walls are thin. He can hear me through the wall. So <laughs> Twitch doesn't seem to care what the quality is. I like to at least have it going, you know? Can't just to count us for our weekly... Two hour, or you know, hour and a half, whatever. So we you need to get it down to an hour at this point. <laughs> All right, why don't we close out of everything and reconvene in five minutes or so? All right, sure. Sound good. Let's go. Bless you, Cesar. Yeah, I'm out. Cesar, you're fine now, by the way. Nothing's wrong. Everything. Yeah, nothing's wrong. Your sneeze, yeah, your sneeze cleared it out. Yeah, well done. I don't know. I think we're good. Uh, if you think we're good, let's go. We're just eight I mean, minutes into this recording. Just somebody, please remind me. It's eight and a half minutes, and there's plenty of lead in, and I'll delete all that shit, and then we're good. Put in the. I'm putting in the document right now in the show notes. Eight and a half. Okay, that'll help. Houston. That'll help. Eight thirty. Eight thirty-ish, and if I get enough silence, I'll see it in the waveform. Another drink. Doing, I'm doing a Japanese for uh, current. Please don't. I'll have to edit it. Uh, it's, uh, English is in there. Achi fun, Sanju. Same as 30 seconds. It's a uh, foon. It's not fun. It's foon. No, sir, that says fun. All right. Like pizza, fun time theater. Give me a second. I'll fix it for you. I'll, I'll put in here. Hit or gonna. That's fine. It's what you wanted. I'm watching. Somebody singing a jazz rendition of uh, September to me. I'm listening to that at the same time. Let's start make it nine minutes and 30, 30 seconds. Absolutely, I will. Why is this not on there? Ah, it's holding it. 
Let's see. Do, do, do. All right, wait for it. Drop them out there. Ah. We just need a lead in. I'm ready to go. It's just lead in. No, that's Katakana. How did that get in there? Oh, hold on. So close. 10 minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> 